0: There's not many rich. people. I mean, people. These, these people are rich, but like, there are not many rich people around. Are That's whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa.
0: I'll stop. Just stop right there. What do you mean there
1: aren't many rich people?
0: Well, there aren't many rich people. they've got sort of six there, but there aren't many more than that. You know, fifty billion quid. I've been doing it? a bit of research,
1: been on the old internet.
0: Okay. Go Let on. me
1: tell you about rich people. Um, let's talk about Forward. Actually, I did some research about Forward in comparison to the rest of Sheffield. Here's a few facts. of people who live in Fulwood area own their houses. That's 94% compared to the average in Sheffield of 60. Not bad, not bad. Um, Life expectancy in Fulwood is 86 years. Pretty good. But if you live just three miles down the road, your life expectancy is 79 years. Seems like quite a big jump. Let's talk about education in Fulwood. 95% of people in Fulwood got over five A star to C grades. Yet in Sheffield, the average is 48%. And then let's think about the rest, of, forward, compared to the rest of the world, 50% of the people in the world live off less than a pound a day. And get this, this is probably the biggest one. Um, in Europe, we spend more on ice cream every year than it would cost to solve um, the world's water and sanitation problems in
0: developing countries. That's, that's amazing. It, it is interesting, isn't it? To think like that and to recognise that actually we are dead rich too. So when uh, Paul, or, or God, speak to us in this passage uh, about rich people, he's talking about us. Do you want to turn back to page 1194 again? 1194. And it's uh, 1 Timothy 6, verse 17. Command those who are rich. That's you, guys. That's you. We are rich. Uh, and he goes on to say, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain. You know, that seems a bit strong, doesn't it? That I command you not to be arrogant. We don't like being commanded things, do we? Uh, but we've already seen that maybe we need to sort of sit up and listen. Because, uh, you know, we like to think we're not horrible like Hot Lips was before. But we are, all of us, sometimes. And that's bad. And we need to stop it. And we need to stop it for the right reasons. And this passage gives us two reasons to stop being like that. Uh, the first one is there in verse 17. Uh, command people not to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain. Uh, do this because wealth is uncertain. You might have seen people crying outside banks this week on the news uh, because they've lost their wealth. It was uncertain. They thought it wasn't, but it was. Uh, You may have heard that story that Jesus told where a chap who's a farmer gets loads of crops, builds big barn to put all his crops in and then the next year he gets more crops so he builds bigger barn and the next year he gets more crops so he builds an even bigger barn. People would have walked by and gone, Hey, cool barn. I like your barn. He probably went to bed at night thinking, Hey, I've got some great barns with all that stuff in it. And then he died. Well, what good is Barnes to him then? What good is his stuff to him then? Wealth is so uncertain. Stop trusting money because it doesn't last. It's uncertain. So what can you trust in then? Well, the Bible says that there's only one hope. There is only one hope. That's why I put it there so that you can be reminded of it. Only one thing that you can trust. Let me explain. The Bible, this being included, has loads and loads of do's and don'ts. It keeps coming up with do this, don't do that. And our passage has them, it starts with some don'ts, don't be arrogant, and ends with some do's, do share. But in the middle, sandwiched between the do's and the don'ts, is the most important bit. You often get that in the Bible, the most important bit comes in the middle. And it's there in the middle because we're supposed to remember it. It's the reason for the do's and the don'ts. And you'll find it at the end of verse 17, it says this command people to put their hope in God, who richly provides everything for our enjoyment. God does give us all sorts of stuff, doesn't he? Loads of things. Hands up if you can think of something this week uh, that God has given you for, given you, that you can say thank you for. Yes, Jim. A warm morning. Baked beans. Baked beans. Thanks, Joe. Uh, uh, Anybody else? Something to thank God for. Yes, Tomato soup. Fantastic, yeah.
1: Invigorating, tonificant, active shower gel for men. Yeah, thanks, Joe.
0: <laughs> have we got anything from over here to thank God for? Yes. Sleep. Oh, that's so good, isn't it? Sleep. Spaghetti in tomato sauce. Okay, Joe. Look, is it, have you got a list or something?
1: Um, actually, I have. Oh,
0: right, okay. Um,
1: on my list, I put sweets, mums, dads, kebabs, brothers, sport, oxygen, mountains, Hydrogen bonds, rivers, sisters, dairy milk, friends, darts, cars, shopping, shoes, radio, bacon, bodies, paper, countryside, curry, girls, teeth, legs, toilets, cows, computers, fruit, bones, grandparents, 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 chocolate, wait, covers, wait, almonds, wait, tables, wait, wait, centers, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. Wait, what, what have you got on that list? Everything, everything. Yeah. Every, well, that's quite helpful actually. Everything. It's a good reminder, isn't it, that everything we have comes from God. We need to get that into our heads. And often it's great stuff. These verses tell us He richly provides everything for our enjoyment. And that should make us want to say thank you. I wonder how often you say thank you to God. Uh, When you sit down at tea and you've got all that big plate of gorgeous food, maybe some of you don't think it's that gorgeous sometimes, but, you know, better than most people in the world, do you think to say thank you? We need to get back into the habit of saying grace at tea times, I think. Or when you go to bed at night and you sit down with your mum and dad or with your husband or your wife or you sit on your own, then do you think to yourself, back across the day, Hey, wait a minute, all those good stuff that God gave me, I need to say thank you for those things. Or one of those arrow prayers, I think they call them, uh, where you're just sort of going on in your day, something good happens and you can say, hey, thanks God, that was brilliant. Let's yeah, get into the habit of saying thank you. It's interesting though, that uh, it's, even though it's right to say thank you, and I hope you do it lots, this passage, uh, well it isn't what God asks us to do in this passage. God asks us to do something else. Did you notice it in verse 17? He says, put your hope in him. Put your hope in him. We've already seen how rubbish Hot Lips is that. Is at that. He puts his hope in bananas. Seems uh, like that's most important to him. But sadly, I think we trust in the wrong stuff sometimes. We put our hope in the wrong stuff. And this is really serious. And I mean this, really serious. Because every time we put our trust in something other than God, we're pinching the trust that God deserves. It's Christmas soon. Pete's already reminded us. As you start to think of your present list at Christmas and you think of your present list more than you do of getting your Bible out and reading what God's got to say, well, you're pinching off God. Remember, with God there would be no presents in the first place. With God there would be no people to give you the presents and with God there'd be no you to receive the presents. As you save up exclusively for those new trainers or the next iPod update, it's a nice curvy one I noticed this time, Uh, well, if you're just doing that to stay with the crowd, and remember you're nicking from God, he's the only one who'll give us the enjoyment that we need. Uh, Each time we give ourselves a pat on the back for earning a good wage, for doing a fantastic job of work today, Well, remember, we're taking stuff from God. He's the one who gave us the gifts to do the job in the first place. We need to thank him. And as you worry about the next promotion, fret about the credit crunch, you're jealous of what other people have, or you take a chance at the bookies or the lottery, it's just pickpocketing from God. Just pickpocketing from God. There's a problem, though. God can spot a pickpocket. But pickpockets never get away with it with God. No amount of cover-up or stealth is ever going to stop God seeing when you start to put your trust in something other than him. And like any theft, it, it deserves punishment. Which is sad. But, amazingly, and this is absolutely amazing, God even provides for that too. Yeah, gives us give
1: Jesus. I told you I put everything on my list. I even underlined it. I forgot to read the, it though. Well,
0: thank you for reminding us, You're welcome. Joe. Jesus. Uh, he provides for our punishment... With Jesus. Jesus came and died on a cross to take the punishment that we deserve. So, you know, if you've recognised this morning, well, maybe I say I am quite selfish sometimes. And uh, I don't give to other people as I should. Uh, Maybe you've thought to yourself, well, I am a bit of a show-off when it comes to the things I've got or wanting to impress people. Maybe you've thought, "Ah, I'm a bit jealous, I always want what somebody else has got. Or maybe you've recognised, probably most importantly, that all of those things mean that you're not trusting God. And if you're sorry, well, you don't need to worry, because God has provided for that too, in Jesus. No wonder God commands us. Uh, It is the only hope we've got, our one hope. How daft it would be not to remember God, a God who gives us absolutely everything. It would be silly to be like Hot Lips, wouldn't it? Absolutely daft to be like him and not recognise that God richly provides for everything. We've got a really big-hearted God who gives richly, not least in sending Jesus, uh, but everything as well for our enjoyment. And we, we've got a family who are going to come and pray to remind us of that now. The Coopers are going to come up and uh, they're going to lead us in our prayers. So if you want to put your service sheet down, keep your Bible still and listen very carefully as they come and uh, hands up if you think you can tell me How many lives have you got? Yes One life Thank you very much, Rebecca One, one life Just... Wait, 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 wait Joe, Joe, Joe What are you playing at, mate? I'm trying to do a scene
1: here You, know, you said, you know, one life One life it fits, it's perfect But that's you too I know it's you too But it's, it's look, great, well, yeah? it's I've it's got, got, got a, a sign here I was
0: going to put a sign instead Look, one life Look, it's much yeah. better One life One life Right, have you, have you finished? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> We've only got one life. I thought you were going to do it again. Then. One life. We've only got one life. Uh, it's, um, well, it's great to have Joe on board as uh, one of the uh, um, members of the youth and children's team now. I can't say I'm as happy as some of the other, uh, with, with the, the others as I am with him uh, because he's also on our team. You'll have noticed there's, there's hot lips. Uh, Some of you uh, may not know who Hot Lips is, he's been on the youth team for a long time now and he's a monkey, Um, uh, he's a bit of a cheeky monkey unfortunately and um, I brought him this morning to help us out with the service, unfortunately um, as usual Hot Lips is still fast asleep, 11 o'clock, fast asleep, a bit of a lazy cheeky monkey, so we need a bit of a hand waking him up this morning, I I wonder if you could help me, I'm going to let you into a bit of a secret. Monkeys, particularly uh, hot lips, um, they think that they are the best of the apes. Uh, usually it takes a bit of annoying him to wake him up in the morning. So, um, uh, since you're all adults here, i letting you into this secret that uh, monkeys hate orangutans. So we're going to shout orangutans rule after three and see if we can get hot lips to, to uh, wake up this morning. Are you with me, Andy? Good. Okay, after three, orangutans rule. One, two, three. Orangutans rule! Nothing. You, you lot are rubbish at this. You, try shouting a little bit louder. I'll give the bag a bit of a shake, uh, and we'll see if we can get him to wake up this time. Are you ready? One, two, three.
1: Orangutans rule!
0: Looks like you've managed his tail, at least, anyway. We'll, we'll try one more time, see if we can get it this time. Okay, one, two, three. Orangutans Hot oh, lips. Looking very happy this morning. Life is good. All oh, right, life is good. Why is life good then? You're not telling me. I've got a guess. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, let me think. Is life good because uh, you're here this morning with all these wonderful people at Christchurch Forward? <laughs> no, uh, sorry about that. Um, let me think again then. Uh, is it. Uh, Has it got anything to do with that little pretty chimpanzee you were talking to on Friday night? (laughs) Yeah, you might well look shocked, but she was very pretty. Was it her? No, okay. Let me think then. Uh, Is it because Joe Howen has come to work with us on the youth team? (laughs) It's not that then, is it? That's not very nice. Uh, Listen, go on, you're going to have to give us a clue. You'd rather tell a joke. Okay, well, so long as the joke's got to do with the clue. I, I need to let you into a secret, though. I, no, I don't think I can let you tell a joke, because your jokes are the worst jokes in the whole wide world. And besides, you lot don't want to hear one of Hot Lips's jokes, do you?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Oh, no, you don't.
1: Oh, yes, we do.
0: Oh, no, you don't.
1: Oh, yes, we do.
0: Okay, well, you've been warned. All right, give us your best shot, then, Hot Lips. What's green on the outside and yellow on the inside? I don't know what's green on the outside and yellow on the inside. A banana disguised as a cucumber. <laughs> it, don't laugh at him, it only encourages him. It, it's, polyps, it's not funny. You've got a better one. Okay, go on then. What's yellow and right? I don't know what's yellow and right a ballpoint banana <laughs> ballpoint hot, hot lips Nobody's, it's not funny hot lips stop laughing hot lips. hot lips if you don't stop laughing I'll make you share an office with Joe <laughs> Yeah, I thought that might shut you up well um, I guess at least now we know what it is that's good in life for you it must have something to do with bananas is that right what is it then you've had a big banana shipment come in the biggest banana shipment you've ever had. Here, let's have a look. Oh my word, yep, they, there seems to be quite a lot of bananas in there. Oh, there's more as well. Look, bananas all over the place. Um, well, um, it, 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 it is one of Hot Lips favourite foods, bananas is. It's your most favourite food. Yeah, I thought, I you thought, yeah, that's right. Now, um, Hot Lips, when it comes to bananas, you like them, yeah? You are the greatest king of all banana eaters. Right, okay. You rule in the banana world. Right, okay, I think maybe you're going a little bit over the top here. I'm a little bit peckish though this morning, so I think I might try one of these. I haven't had any breakfast. Is that all right? (laughs) That's a bit selfish, Hot Lips. You've got loads of bananas in there, but they're all yours. But there's plenty, there's plenty. There's enough for everybody in there. You haven't got as many as Gerald? Gerald the gorilla? Oh, Right. You hate Gerald, oh dear, because he's got more bananas than you. Oh my word! You hope that when Gerald peels his bananas, they're empty. <laughs> That's not very nice, hot lips. Uh, I mean, there, there are loads of bananas in there. Uh, I mean, you, you could share a few of them out. They're your bananas. You deserve to have bananas. It's your simian right. <laughs> You couldn't manage without bananas. Listen, I think you're getting a bit silly now. I'm gonna, I'm back in the bag. You, you go with your bananas, because it seems like that's all you're bothered about, flipping bananas. I don't know, hot they stay in there. Can you get, oh, I'm really sorry about that everybody. He, he does get a bit of a pain sometimes, particularly when it comes to bananas. I, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if you're ever a little bit like hot lips. He says he's got a, a good life, but has he got, truly got life? Um, maybe uh, you are not like it with bananas, but maybe you like it with other things. For instance, chips. Um, do you ever go and buy chips and think to yourself, I'm going to go off into a corner and I'm going to eat these chips all by myself? Husbands, you probably know this more than anybody, you know. I'm going to buy some chips, you want some? No. You know exactly what that means, doesn't it? We get really selfish about our chips if you get spending money. Um... What's the first thing that comes into your mind? It's it's what can I save rather than what can I give? It's really easy to be selfish, just like hot lips. Uh, Have you ever spent hours and hours shopping or deciding what you're going to wear to impress people? Or do you flash your new iPhone update uh, uh, at many people you can to try and sort of show off a little bit? We can all show off with the things that we've got, just like hot lips, Um, I wish that I had a bigger house. I wish that I had a newer car. I've seen people around forward who've got bigger houses and nicer cars. Do you ever get jealous of other fake? We can all do it, just like hot lips. We've been told that it's our right to expect an education, to expect leisure activities, to expect to get food and water. Why do we deserve all that? Do we really deserve it all? And with the news this week, I wonder how many of you are worried about the future. So easy to think that we'll never manage without money and stuff and things, just like hot lips. Well, you know, when I think like any of those things, I know that deep down inside, something is going wrong. And I wonder what it is that's missing. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever look at your one life and think, look, I really want to do this right, but it feels like there's something wrong at the moment. Joe and I are pretty excited this morning, weep weep, thanks Joe, to be able to look at the Bible and see what God says about these things. Uh, Rebecca's going to come and read to us now, so if you want to pick up your Bibles and find page 1194, page 1194, they're in the pews in front of you. And we're going to be looking at a bit of 1 Timothy right near the end. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 17 It starts off with command. And as we're reading this little passage, I want you to ask yourself, see if you can spot any important things that help us to understand where we're going wrong with this money and stuff things. Okay, take it away, Rebecca.
1: As a firm foundation for the coming age, so that that they may take hold of life that is truly life. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thank you very much, Rebecca. There aren't many rich people around, are there? Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa.
0: I'll stop. Just stop right there. What do you mean there aren't many rich people? Well, there aren't many rich people. We've got sort of six there, but there aren't many more than that. You know, 50 billion quid. I've been doing a bit of research,
1: been in the old internet.
0: Okay, go let on. me
1: tell you about rich people. Um, let's talk about Forward. Actually, I did some research about Forward in comparison to the rest of Sheffield. Here's a few facts. 94% of people who live in Forward area own their houses. That's 94%, compared to the average in Sheffield of 60. Not bad. Not bad. Um, life expectancy in Forward is 86 years, pretty good. But if you live just three miles down the road, your life expectancy is 79 years. Seems like quite a big jump. Let's talk about education in Forward. 95% of people in Forward got over five A-star to C grades. Yet in Sheffield, the average is 48%. And then let's think about the rest of Forward compared to the rest of the world. 50% of the people in the world live off less than a pound a day. And get this, this is probably the biggest one. Um, In Europe, we spend more on ice cream every year than it would cost to solve um, the world's water and sanitation problems in developing
0: countries. That's that's amazing. It it is interesting, isn't it? To think like that and to recognise that actually we are dead rich too. So when uh, Paul or, or God speak to us in this passage... Uh, about rich people he's talking about us. do you want to turn back to page 1,194 again 1,194 and it's uh, 1 Timothy 6 verse 17 command those who are rich that's you guys that's you we are rich Uh, and he goes on to say command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in wealth which is so uncertain. You know, that seems a bit strong, doesn't it, that? I command you not to be arrogant. We don't like being commanded things, do we? Uh, But we've already seen that maybe we need to sort of sit up and listen because, uh, you know, we like to think we're not horrible like Hot Lips was before, but we are, all of us sometimes, and that's bad. And we need to stop it. And we need to stop it for the right reasons. And this passage gives us two reasons to stop being like that. Uh, The first one. Is there in verse 17. Uh, command people not to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain. Uh, do this because wealth is uncertain. You might have seen people crying outside banks this week on the news uh, because they've lost their wealth. It was uncertain. They thought it wasn't, but it was. Uh, you may have heard that story that Jesus told, where a chap who's a farmer gets loads of crops, builds big barn to put all his crops in and then the next year he gets more crops so he builds bigger barn and the next year he gets more crops so he builds an even bigger barn. People would have walked by and gone, hey, cool barn, I like your barn. He probably went to bed at night thinking, hey, I've got some great barns with all that stuff in it and then he died. Well, what good is barns to him then? What good is his stuff to him then? Wealth is so uncertain. Stop trusting money because it doesn't last. It's uncertain. So what can you trust in then? Well, the Bible says that there's only one hope. There is only one hope. That's why I put it there, so that you can be reminded of it. Only one thing that you can trust. Let me explain. The Bible, this being included, has loads and loads of do's and don'ts. It keeps coming up with do this, don't do that. And our passage has them, it starts with some don'ts, don't be arrogant, and ends with some do's, do share. But in the middle, sandwiched between the do's and the don'ts is the most important bit. You often get that in the Bible. The most important bit comes in the middle. And it's there in the middle because we're supposed to remember it. It's the reason for the do's and the don'ts. And you'll find it at the end of verse 17. It says this. Command people to put their hope in God, who richly provides everything for our enjoyment. God does give us all sorts of stuff, doesn't he? Loads of things. Hands up if you can think of something this week uh, that God has given you for, given you, that you can say thank you for. Yes, Jim. A warm morning. Baked beans. Baked beans. Thanks, Joe. Uh, 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 Anybody else? Something to thank God for. Yes. Tomato soup. Fantastic, yeah.
1: Invigorating, tonificant, active shower gel for men. Yeah, thanks, Joe.
0: Have you got anything from over here to so thank God for? Yes. Sleep! Oh, that's so good, isn't it? Sleep. Spaghetti and tomato sauce. Okay, Joe. Look, is it, have you got a list or something?
1: Um, actually, I have.
0: Oh, right, okay. Um,
1: on my list, I put sweets, mums, dads, kebabs, brothers, sport, oxygen, mountains, hydrogen bonds, rivers, sisters, dairy milk, friends, darts, cars, shopping, shoes, radio, bacon buddies, paper, countryside curry, girls. Teeth, legs, toilets, cars, computers, fruit, phones, grandparents, grandparents, godparents... Wait, 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 wait wait. Wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. What what have you got on that list?
1: Everything.
0: Everything? Everything. Yeah. Well, that's quite helpful, actually. It's a good reminder, isn't it? That everything we have comes from God. We need to get that into our heads. And often it's great stuff. These verses tell us he richly provides everything for our enjoyment. And that should make us want to say thank you. I wonder how often you say thank you to God. Uh, When you sit down at tea and you've got all that big plate of gorgeous food, maybe some of you don't think it's that gorgeous sometimes, but, you know, better than most people in the world, do you think to say thank you? We need to get back into the habit of saying grace at tea times, I think. Or when you go to bed at night, and you sit down with your mum and dad, or with your husband or your wife, or you sit on your own, then do you think to yourself, back across the day hey, wait a minute, all those good stuff that God gave me, I need to say thank you for those things. Or one of those arrow prayers, I think they call them, uh, where you just sort of going on in your day, something good happens, and you can say, hey, thanks God, that was brilliant. Yeah, isn't it? Just get into the habit of saying thank you. It's interesting, though, that uh, it's, even though it's right to say thank you, and I hope you do it lots, this passage, uh, well, it isn't what God asks us to do in this passage. God asks us to do something else. Did you notice it in verse 17? He says, put your hope In him. Put your hope in him. We've already seen how rubbish hot lips is Is at that. He puts his hope in bananas. Seems uh, like that's most important to him. But sadly, I think we trust in the wrong stuff sometimes. We put our hope in the wrong stuff. And this is really serious. And I mean this. Really serious. Because every time we put our trust in something other than God, we're pinching the trust that God deserves. It's Christmas soon. Pete's already reminded us. As you start to think of your present list at Christmas, and you think of your present list more than you do of getting your Bible out and reading what God's got to say, well, you're pinching off God. Remember, with God, there would be no presents in the first place. With God, there would be no people to give you the presents. And with God, there'd be no you to receive the presents. As you save up exclusively for those new trainers or the next iPod update, it's a nice curvy one I noticed this time, Uh, Well, if you're just doing that to stay with the crowd, and remember you're nicking from God, he's the only one who'll give us the enjoyment that we need. Uh, Each time we give ourselves a pat on the back for earning a good wage, for doing a fantastic job of work today, Well, remember, we're taking stuff from God. He's the one who gave us the gifts to do the job in the first place. We need to thank him. And as you worry about the next promotion, fret about the credit crunch, you're jealous of what other people have, or you take a chance at the bookies or the lottery, it's just pickpocketing from God. Just pickpocketing from God. There's a problem, though. God can spot a pickpocket. But pickpockets never get away with it with God. No amount of cover-up or stealth is ever going to stop God seeing when you start to put your trust in something other than him. And like any theft, it, it deserves punishment. Which is sad. But, amazingly, and this is absolutely amazing, God even provides for that too. Yeah, he, God, gives
1: us, he gives us Jesus. I told you I put everyone on my list. I even underlined it. I forgot to read the, it though. Well, thank
0: you for reminding us, You're welcome. Joe. Jesus. He provides for our punishment with Jesus. Jesus came and died on a cross to take the punishment that we deserve. So, you know, if you've recognised this morning, well, maybe actually I am quite selfish sometimes, and uh, I don't give to other people as I should. Uh, Maybe you've thought to yourself, well, I am a bit of a show-off when it comes to the things I've got, or wanting to impress people. Maybe you've thought, "Ah, I'm a bit jealous. I always want what somebody else has got. Or maybe you've recognised, probably most importantly, that all of those things mean that you're not trusting God. And if you're sorry, well, you don't need to worry because God has provided for that too, in Jesus. No wonder God commands us. Uh, It is the only hope we've got, our one hope. How daft it would be not to remember God, a God who gives us absolutely everything. It'd be silly to be like Hot Lips, wouldn't it? absolutely daft to be like him and not recognise that God richly provides for everything. We've got a really big-hearted God who gives richly, not least in sending Jesus, uh, but everything as well for our enjoyment. And we've got a family who are going to come and pray for us and with us.